Alright you guys, welcome back to the Menology Project Podcast. I'm your boy Q. And guess what, man? I got one of my favorite co-hosts up in this boy today, Mr. Lynn Folrio Petway, back up in the studio with me. What's up? Uh, I'm glad to have you in this boy, Doc. Uh, What's up, baby? Also, this is our season two kicking off, man. I appreciate everybody for joining and, and following us and, and uh, supporting us on season one. Uh, hopefully, you enjoyed all the con- content that we had. Uh, we're kicking off this season two with some content, man. We're going to be talking about faith in France for most of these sessions or episodes that we're going to have. We're kicking off this first episode here, man, with a new good friend of mine. I'm using the word new because <laughs> I've just met this guy, but it felt like we've been friends for a minute. Uh, but Mr. Larry Clark is joining us today. Yes, part of the Clark sister uh, uh, regime, the the, the, the Maddie Moss Clark family tree. Yes, Mr. Larry Clark, for anybody who's thinking, yes, uh, songwriter, uh, music director, you know, all that stuff and above. Uh, but we got him on the show today, man, and we're going to be talking about faith and friends. Uh, but for a minute, man, Larry, go ahead, introduce yourself, man, give us a little background about, you know, about, you know, where you've where you been, where you're at, what's going on. Uh, I am... Um first grateful to be on the show thank you brothers for having me um and it's, you know it's actually nice to do a show of, with two guys that i actually like so <laughs> <laughs> i know right <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so some some of the interviews it'd be, it'd be a job man i ain't gonna throw you up you like oh man you know what i'm saying but no this is this is good i'm grateful but you just just a little bit about myself you know i i'm um just celebrated uh 10 years of marriage um uh, a couple months ago, yeah, thankful to that. Uh, I got uh, three kids, nine, seven, and five. I, I'm just proud of my my my, my little family. God bless me with. Um, but you know, I've been um, um, like you know, of course, part of the family. Can't get around that. You know, I've uh, I recorded a few albums. A lot, most of the work I've done that is national. People know is Twinkie. We recorded three albums together. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I produced on, on my company uh, three records. We got a new one out. Um, actually, yeah, it's, it's right there. That's the latest one. Uh, her, her and I. Um, nice. Generations, and that that one actually has um, uh, Maddie Moss Clark on it. Uh, my kids on the Clark sisters on it. Um, yeah, that's the one that's out at radio right now. So anyway, you know, just I've been um, man, what about twenty years at least. I've been working with Twinkie for the past ten, and um, you know, it's another something I want to celebrate with y'all too, man. I've uh, served as minister of music in the Detroit area for about about twenty years now. And these are all the churches that I've served at uh, in oh, Detroit. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, it's, it's been a it's been a wild ride. You know, oh, I thank God. But anyway, so that's it, man. I, I love God with all my heart. I minister the word every week. Uh, you know, just you know, it's just I'm just a regular dude. You know, what I'm saying I'm trying to make it through, and trying to make sure that through the time I have on this earth, that whoever I come in contact with, I can make better in terms of uh, sharing my faith. So that's that's just really it, man. Well, that's good though. Um... <clears throat> And so you and Lynn, I'm, I'm, before we get all into the other stuff, uh, so I know you and Lynn been friends for a minute, man. Tell me about, you know, how did that relationship evolve uh, and, and come into play? Well, again, I'm making a note. It's good to be on the show with people I actually like. What happened, believe it or not, we used to attend the same church. And, yes, um, we did. And so for, for a lot of years. And the crazy part was, I've seen them for like ever, like at least plus 10 years at the same church. But, um, you know, just from afar, uh, you know, watching how he moved and how he, you know, I, I saw similarities uh, between he and I, our families. And, uh, you know, just it's it's funny because okay, I'm about to get happy. I'm, I'm going to try not to get happy on your show, bro. I'm gonna try. <laughs> no, no, man. Listen, yeah, get, happy. Get, get happy. Get happy. No, Have I'm some try, fun. I'm going to try. <laughs> Man, listen, I love God, and, and if we just start on that stuff, I go crazy and go too far. But I, so I'm just making sure, disclaimer, that hey, I got no, I won't be offended. You're like, hey, bro, you got to break it. No, no, man. We, when I tell my children, I teach my children, I'm like, you know what? You don't have to walk around pronouncing that you're a Christian. You don't have to walk right. around saying that. I'm telling you, don't, because the way you carry yourself right. and the spirit that follows and, and 
uh, you can tell a person's they can garner respect without even opening their mouth. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You can yeah. you don't gotta come and I don't gotta preach to you all the time. Right. I could just I could just carry myself in the manner in which Christ would, and then that will let you know where I am without even right. talking to me. And right. that's the way I was with um with, with uh, Petway for for years. You know, I used to at a you know all the people at church. No disrespect, to nobody else, but I just seen a a, a similarity, a parallel. But I would see him. And so finally, I was just like, you know, we always be like, hey, what up, bro? Blah, 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 blah. So, you know, just reaching out and be like, man, you know, and see, and I know this ain't the show, bro. But but the thing for me was, because I'm confident in mine, I had no problem, like, reaching out to a brother I don't know. Right, like, right. Hey, what's hey, we up? Did a hey, we did a show about that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. And yeah. that, that's my thing. It was like, I had no problem with that. So reaching out. And then I was I was grateful because as soon as the first conversation we had, I felt automatically like, man, I feel like I've known you forever. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I felt like, you know, and, 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 and you know how you know how some relationships are. Like some of it is like, dude, when we around each other, it's like work. I gotta keep right. conversations going, I gotta make up stuff. I got it's right. like, man, nobody want that, man. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. No. With, with this dude, it was like we could talk about a tree. And it's just be like, yeah, bro, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. right. So that's, that's what I, I love that I saw the parallels with family in terms of what we talk about, about our work ethic, about our love for sports, about our love for God, you know what I'm saying? So that's right. what uh, jumped out at me. And it, it has been consistent. Like every time it has not been like, uh, you know, it's just like um, sometimes you can, get to, you can get to know people and they disappoint you because they end up not being who you, who they came off as, right? You know, right. And, and that wasn't the case. So yeah, so God bless you know, respect that brother. And now I'm getting to know you. I'm only on you 24 hours. Yeah. And what I've learned in the last 24, I'm feeling this, you know similarity, same thing. You know, I told yeah. my wife, I told, I got the phone with you. I was like, uh, dude, my I said, babe, my face was hurting. I was smiling so long. <laughs> this dude had my cheeks like my like I have the doctor or go to urgent care, man, my face messed up. And then when your missus came on quick, I was like, okay. Yeah. This is like, you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. and again, thank God. So thank you, Len, for hooking that up, man, bridging that gap, bro. This is uh, good. I just pray that we got, you know, great things ahead of us. Yeah. And see, yeah. the thing is, I'm glad you even went that way. You got something, Len? No, I was going to say definitely. What he said, I just want to echo. Uh, and it kind of ties into our topic for the day based upon just seeing each other in passing, yep. just the normal communication, like, what up, what up, and observing him and his family. And then when we communicated, it was a blessing because some things happened later in my life that I had to lean on him right. to uh, communicate with. And he could truly understand because he had already been there yeah. on some other things. Right. So it was, it was a, a God connection because it was something that I needed, hell, I want to say, what, seven years later? It yeah, was like yeah. seven, eight years later before I needed yep. another connection for him. Um, but since then, like like you said, it's, 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 it's genuine and it's for real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, I, and, I think it, and I'm glad that we're even on this, right? Because this, we really run a dive in. Like I said, man, we want to build some episodes around our faith as men and then our friends as men. Um, I like one thing you said, which is that basically observing, like yeah. observing Lynn or observing Larry is like a big deal. Like, uh, and, and I like that testament, which is that we, we don't have to walk around, man, with our chest poked out talking about yeah. how great we are and what we do right. and how we be. And, you know, I got this and I got that because basically if you walk accordingly, men should actually be drawn like, yo, this is a guy that I, I want to hook up with because of his consistency, because of what he brings right. to the table without talking about it. Like yeah. that's what I'm drawn to. I, that was probably one of my biggest things that I drove me to land was that the dude was always so quiet, but you can feel the strength of this dude, even in his right. quiet. It's like, man, I'm like, man, I need to get to know him because of similarities there. And we don't even talk every day. So I had I so I'm just echoing what you're saying, Larry. That I know exactly uh, what you mean uh, when it comes to being able to view somebody. Now, the bad side about that, and we're gonna just we're gonna stay right in this friend zone before we jump into faith. But most of the time, men can't really relate 
or have that humility that it takes to befriend. Like you said, you're strong enough in yourself to be able to say, let me go out and reach out to this dude because I see something that this dude possess that could be beneficial to me. And that is like one of the lost arts of men today. Like we don't have that. Like, I mean, I mean, speak to me. I mean, what is the problem? Like, why do we feel that uh, another man, it, it, listen. You know what I'm telling you. You know what I'm telling you. I mean, it's, it is, bro. Among the brothers. It's and listen, really on the brothers. And the yeah. thing is, this, and, and I mean, you know, and we're young black men, so I mean, we're definitely going to speak from our perspective, and in right, our perspective, right. which is, we've literally got to figure out why at 2020, it's for hard for us to actually put down that 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 ego card or that mm-hmm. macho card. And understand, man, it's some dudes that's just better than you. Right. And right. not in just one area, man, but in a lot of areas. And it's okay to reach out and holler at a brother, man, and say, yo, what do I need to do to get at least a third of what you got going on? And it's not you being me or mimicking me. It's just that I just need to know exactly what have you put in place to create this aura around you, dude, that people want to be around you. Like people want to be in your presence. And that don't mean we had to talk every day. Right. Like I like what right. Lance says, like when he, we don't even talk, but when we do talk, it's almost like we left right off at the last word, the last second, the last letter. So just talk to me. Uh, Either one of y'all can go first, man. Friend. Lynn will ghost me, dude. Lynn will ghost me in a minute. And I'll be like, yo, bro. <laughs> Where you at? <laughs> ain't, 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 ain't enough, ain't enough working and making money and being with the family like. You. But no, but no, but I, I don't want to, I don't want to take it another direction. I love what you're doing. I love what you're right. saying. I love the topic. I'm just gonna mention it, but I'm not gonna talk about it. All but right. there's two fears. The second one I want to talk about. First one is once I understood how we were emasculated in our black man as culture from slavery to not yeah. being able to read, not being, you know, for them to, you know, that's helped me understand how do we just get here collectively? Cause it's too many yeah. brothers with the same problem. It's like, it's, how is it that rampant among us? And I don't see it as much in other races, but right. I'm not even gonna, gonna deal with that. This one I'm dealing with, the, the being competitive. Like I, I learned a lot, man. I didn't have my dad in my life and uh, I thank God for basketball, man. It, it taught me so much without a man, a direct man sitting down and be like, you know, man up with that dude in his face. Speak right. to him, deal with him, don't show fear. You know what I'm saying? But right. the problem that happened was I've seen a lot of dudes, because it ain't like that now, because now we have more wealth, we have more knowledge than we did back then when I was growing up. But I remember a lot of dudes would be like, my manhood is on this court. And I gotta prove who I am. Right. It's crazy. It's right. crazy. But right. but like other races didn't know that. So you come to our hood and be like, dude, be ready to fight. Dude, right. be ready. To, you know what I'm saying? Like if if you if, if you get a ooh ah and my woman is over there, right. oh bro, yeah. that's a, it's a rap, man. Right. You can't. Have it. Oh, dude, you got fun. You got. But the problem is, I've seen brothers take that competitive stuff into real life. Right. And now. You feel like I can't, I can't be vulnerable with this dude. I can't talk to this dude because I don't want him thinking he got the up on me. Right. I don't yeah. want him. You know what I'm saying? And I see that so. I see it in church. I see it at the workplace. Yeah. I see it in families. It's like you know, you know, I I, I got to make sure I keep this front because I can't make this guy feel like I ain't, I ain't a man on mine. And I right. hate that. Right. Right. I, that part breaks my heart. So that's yeah. why I love like you two, both of you gentlemen articulate with y'all position, man. Y'all mm-hmm. cool with verbalizing. Y'all not insecure to be like, I, I, I can't, I can't uh, disclose to this dude right. what I because I love that. And I, it makes me feel free. I feel like I don't got to dumb down my life because you competing with me in every sentence I'm making. It's like- Every sentence, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. And you know what? If, Go ahead, I, if I can jump in real quick. Um, you know, one thing I remember many, many years ago in Bible study and in uh, uh, Sunday school was the Pharisees. It was just the Pharisees and, and how the Pharisees would always do things to be seen. And I just remember those lessons. Don't, yeah. don't do that. You know, be right. as Jesus. Just move. So that's why I, I position myself just to just to move and make sure I do 
what I say I'm going to do or be that real person. Uh, I think one of the main things to get to uh, what L was talking about and how we can communicate the way we do now is maturity. Right. You have to mature to this perspective. When you grow up in the hood, uh, like I, like L, my father died when I was two. So that man, uh, that, that experience or that person who was to teach you was not there in my life. So you have to, you know, kind of man up. You got to uh, protect yourself. You got to keep your head on a swivel. You got to make sure that you're doing what you're supposed to do, not only in the mindset to impress right. the women or the girls, but also to impress these dudes so they don't um, right. think you weak or try think they can try you. Right. And when you do those things, you put up this barrier where you don't let people in. And then that leads to the point where you don't have relationships or friendships with people. Right. And I think right. that's kind of how I have evolved to where I am today in which my circle is so small is because I grew up always protecting myself or proving myself to a certain degree um that i can handle my own right see and that's the one of the biggest things too and I, like so friends is is like crazy because so as teenagers we start off one way so when we hit that 14 15 16 7 right around up to about like 2021 our friends literally have the biggest impact, right? So we're yeah. thirsty for friends. I mean, we're trying to build all of these, you know, we want everybody in the corner, all oh, this dude is sweet. So we're hunting down these friends. If you take away a father or, or, or put yourself in a position to where you, you don't have any mentors in your life, mm -hmm. then like you said, Lynn, which then it, it heightens it that you need more confirmation, but they're all coming from friends. Like, so friends play a, you know, like this twofold in your life. So they, they help you kind of understand who you are, right? Uh, and I'm gonna give you a story. Um, uh, well, I'm gonna give it to you after I finish this. Because uh, <laughs> this is a funny story about my son and his, his friends and, and, and why, what kind of really sealed me to talk about faith and friends is because friends actually play, even with, and I'm a dad that's here, and friends still play a very intricate part in his life. And so, um, when, but but in those teen years, and then right 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 before you get to college and stuff, we're still impressed by the words and the information that we receive from our friends. Their words and stuff still shape and mold us and and who we're gonna be. I'm not saying it's right. It's just that that's just what happens when you don't have a father figure or a mentor in your life. Uh, like you sent me that um that video with uh, T D Jakes and his son Lynn. It was, it was it was great right? right and they gave statistics on fatherless homes and we're talking worldwide every culture was right around that 43 to 48 percent yeah that's so high 40 so 43 percent dude we're talking worldwide every cultural rate whatever dude the fathers are absent and then when you move into the african-american um culture that number actually almost damn near doubles almost like it's it, right. you, you're talking like 70 something percent of these homes are without fathers so once you take a father out of the home then the next person there to actually do the shaping is not going to be the mom it's the friends it's, it's that arena of friends that you keep who actually right. starts to help you shape who you're going to be like lance said i'm this way because i was shaped and molded by my friends understanding that some dudes are good some dudes are not this mm -hmm. is this, this is that. So all of a sudden you start building this brick wall up with you a small little people <laughs> and you vetting everybody that walked by basically because I know some dudes are good. Some dudes are good up front then they turn sour. I mean, you know, all these facets. So when we're looking at friends and that friendship piece, the biggest piece when it gets to maturity is the relationship. Right. So see, and as grown men, we're trying to build relationship and we're afraid of that. Like we're afraid to actually build relationships with other men based on what uh, Larry said, which is, I don't want a dude to have an up on me and I definitely don't want no dude trying to compete with me every day. Like, like you said, hey man, I just got a new crib. Oh dude, but yeah, I know you did bro, but I went ahead and dropped that new crib, dropped my wife a new BM, I dropped her. <laughs> right, it's right, like. Right. Why can't you just be happy for me? Like, why we can't just, 
listen, just accept my success and then I'll accept yours when it happens. When it listen, and even if yours did happen, this is what I, I you know, me and my wife, we talk about this a lot. It's like even if something happens to me, if Lynn called me and tell me that something just happened for him, I am not going to end the conversation by now giving him all what happened to me. That's crazy. Right, 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 listen, right. that's competition. I'm going to literally turn you off as a friend because it's like, dang, so I can't tell you something. You can't just be happy for me. Let four right. days go by, then call me back, and then give me your news. Right. Like, but that's, that's that maturity piece. But then that's why men don't we, – we don't reach out to other men. We don't want to build a relationship with other men because this is the kind of stuff we got to deal with. It's like, man, right. I can't buy my wife a car without you telling me you bought your wife a ring, a watch, and a, and a jack-in-the-box. It's like right. – <laughs> it's, like, it's like, come on, man. I mean, but we, but we just do understand that the friendships that men can actually develop can actually wreak havoc on this earth for the devil. It's like, right. that is why the enemy is so much after men and, and being very divisive and, and having us thinking and having a mentality around competitive and I'm better than you or this dude's trying to one-up me because – the devil knows that, man, if these guys ever really understood that God left them the authority. God left them the power. God, like God left them the authority. He left them the power. And if they ever connect and unite, they'll destroy this. Like, they'll destroy my, they'll destroy my work. Like, the, the, the men that God left here would destroy my work, i.e. those 12 disciples. When Jesus left, what did he tell them? Yo, dude, y'all going to do, like, greater stuff. Like, way more stuff than i did now we're talking about jesus like right right this is deity this dude is part of the trinity like this, but he left and said hey when i'm i'm out of here man but you guys are going to do way more stuff than me so now that's what the enemy has been fighting for all of these years is that if these dudes ever found out the power that jesus left them when he died and went back to heaven they'll destroy my earthly kingdom. Like this earth, they get back to running the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> but the devil doesn't want that. So the first thing he eliminates is fathers out of the home because now we can't reciprocate. We can't, we can't make another. I can't make, if I'm not here, I can't repeat and make another Quentin the right way. Right. You know, and God forbid, if you lose your father at a young age, now what happens? See, other men are supposed to walk over and then help somebody else like that. So my thing is that like, I like building this like little small circle because I got a small circle too. I laugh about Lynn, but my circle is even smaller than Lynn. I don't even have a griff of wood. <laughs> I just, it's just like my circle. Listen, dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> you, you, can't, you see, you no. see the top of this. This is me yeah. right here, Lel. <laughs> this is me, dude. I mean, because I got three, I got two brothers. So the way we were, we grew up. My mom pretty much told me yeah my mom was like hey the three of you all that's it like that's it, right. if you can't depend on the, your two brothers then there's a problem you shouldn't have to yeah. go out to somebody else and so uh even with that friendship with my brothers was uh, a big deal but i just see now the importance of friends and then i also see that downfall of friends um uh so when we're looking at friends and we're looking at the competitive piece so i mean what is the word of advice to other men who know that they see that, but they don't know how to actually break through that. Like, I want to become friends. Like, I want to get, like, I got a small circle of guys I mentor. Mm -hmm. um, and even in that circle, I learned that faith and friends, like friends was a big deal, that these dudes didn't really want to give up information, right? But when we started talking and kicking it, now we now we got an unbond. Now I got eleven dudes that we got an unbreakable bond together. We know a lot of stuff about each other. I don't care about telling my life because right. I don't care. Like you don't make or break me whether you know some about me or not. Like I'm, if you know some about me, you still don't change me being great. Like you don't change who I am because I'm gonna still do my thing. But right. I just understand that men need to hear another man tell them something so that they could tell something. So I've learned that over my years that men ain't going to open up if you're not willing. You can't be a mentor to me if I don't know nothing about you. Right. Because men like even playing field. This is back to what Larry said. They don't want to be upped. <laughs> so they, listen, if we go to war, I want to make sure I got ammo on you and you got ammo on me. That's how we build this whole unit. And so my thing is that so when we're looking at these guys and say the three of us got to go hit the field right now, what do we tell what are the, what is the information that we can give to men 
to say that it's okay to let your guard down. It's okay to let another dude come in and speak into your life. I mean, uh, Lynn, give me, give me a piece, uh, and then I'm going to let Larry finish it up on there because I know you do mentoring with a lot of young boys. So I would love to hear right, right. what you're telling these young guys at that young age before they get to where we're at, where it's right. a struggle. So what right. are you telling them? And I think at that at particular age, um, especially in elementary and middle school, everybody's your friend. Right. This is my friend. This is my friend. Right. And sometimes even with my boys, I've said, that's not your friend. So once you graduate, once you graduate high school, you won't even know this cat. Right. right. You, won't even, you won't even be calling them. You know what I'm saying? That person uh, is an associate. And right. like I, I like was that. telling a couple of days ago, people have seasons in your life. And right. you have to let that person have that particular season. Now, if they continue to stay and after those seasons and you can go back to them, then that person's a friend. I got a homeboy from when we were in nine, 10 years old, you know, and that guy's still in my life today after what, 40 some years. Then I got a friend that might be there um, from high school, right? He made it through those particular seasons. Then I got friends from college and then that's it. The, the newer, in the last 10 years, <laughs> these, these are all associates. These are people that you, right. you make connection with, you network with, um, you communicate with, you get access to my testimony. Because as right. you said, I can share what happened to me. I can share uh, the, the heartbreak. I can share the pain because I know that might help you. Right. But you don't get access to, to my life. Right. And that's something different. Uh, with the younger guys, I let them know that each and every day you wake up, you should be working towards your purpose. And if this person isn't helping you get towards your purpose, then you need to categorize that person and, and, and communicate with them accordingly. Uh, Coach Petway, I don't know my purpose. All right, exactly. So if they, you don't know your purpose, then this person's not your friend. You need to be focusing on your purpose. Because right. uh, you don't have time to waste. And we look at what's happening in the world today compared to 10 years ago. Right. You know, it's, it's, a, it's more of a sense of urgency that we uh, take each and every day to get on task and on purpose with God. Because I see more and more young people who are changing people's lives, influencing people's lives, uh, not only on the perspective of, of monetary, making money, becoming millionaires, right. just having right. an influence with social media, uh, but also influencing their circle, uh, right. the people right. that they see. So um, for my younger ones and even my sons, which are 9, 13, and 15, you don't have no friends right now. You know, you, you, you ain't got no friends. You got people you know. These are your associates. Right. Okay? Right. That's it. I sound like my grandfather because he said, "If you he, he told me this. He said, if you can count your friends on your hand, then you got four too many. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, in nine, I was like 10 years old. I'm like, huh, you got a bunch of friends. Count yeah. your hand. On your hand, you got four too many. That's hilarious, man. And as I got older, I started to understand what he was saying because one time I got in trouble quick story I was in third grade I got in trouble in school uh, because my homeboy who was my friend kept talking to me he kept getting in trouble the guy <clears throat> named Michael Michael Evans okay my he caused me to get his name spelt out on my behind so I'm, I'm saying his name yeah. my mother spelled Michael Evans <laughs> on my behind with a stench cord because I got in trouble. So I, I went back to school. Mike was like, what up, what up? You just I don't even know you right now, Mike. I don't know you, Mike. <laughs> yeah. I, that's um I, I, all right, let me let me just take it slow, okay? Um it's impossible for me to even like share any information that isn't like God-based because I'm not being trying to be deep where I am right now, who I am. It wouldn't have happened if I didn't get serious with the Lord. That's just the facts. So I ain't trying to like, like, you know, 
espouse some situation to be like, so I can come off a certain way. Let me tell you about Jesus Christ. You know, that's not me. I'm just telling you, if you are trying to say, hey, Larry, what you about, bro? I'm going to tell you, I was, I was a terrible, I was an in, insecure, fearful, cowardly type dude because I just didn't have knowledge. I didn't have information. I didn't have an example. I had nothing. And, I, and then on top of that, coming from poverty, it just really compounded it. So right. here I am uh, in need because the way, back to God, the way he designed us, he designed us to have a need for other brothers. Right. That's right. Just, and I remember one person said to me, it, it helped me out so much. You can't, you can't take one relationship and expect that one relationship to supply all your needs. You drain that person. One person right, can't, yeah. you can't, you can't be, I can't be your boy. To, like y'all, y'all work out together. I can't be your boy for who? I can't be your boy for, um, uh, marital time, I can't, you know what I'm saying? It's like you just right. have to space out and it ain't a bad thing. But right. here's the, here's the, here's the, I got one scripture reference and then I'm, but I'm, I, I'm not gonna spend time on it, but the, the relationship in the Bible that jumps out in my face as we have this discussion is David and Jonathan. Yeah, and a good one. The, 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 the funny part about them is see, in our culture, I've only been a black guy. So, I mean, I've lived in my community, <laughs> but I've been a black guy. And right. for us, it was a big, like, if you if you were to say, like, you love another brother, bro, you gay, man. You straight yeah. up. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, right, if, right. And, if, and if I express, like, not, because, I mean, again, back to basketball. I would have moments where it was like, it was amazing to have to work with four other dudes to get something done. We right. got to do it. So if, if we did something and you pulled your in on that one, I felt a certain kind of like, yeah, my dude. You know, I felt like right. I, I never felt that towards another guy. Like, right. bro, I ain't trying to kiss you, but I'm just saying I'm, I'm right. real That's happy. That's it. Right <laughs> the joy you right. give it right now. And it, it helped me put it in a perspective. You know, it helped right. me to, to go, okay, I can feel this. I whatever y'all saying, I know I ain't on a ro romance with this dude, right. but I, I got a balance to go, I like now, what you just did right now, it gave me a boost and empowered me. I'm like, right. hey, let's go get him. Let's go get the, you know what I'm saying? And it's right, like, right, right. It, 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 it was like, the, I thank God for the Lord, man, oh God. Cause while it's happening, the Holy Spirit is feeding my mind. While it's going down, like this is how it's supposed to be. I know nobody told you that. <laughs> right, and, nobody you gave you no breakdown, right. Yeah, yeah. He, he, I literally, I would get so overwhelmed while I'm in that forum because he would be showing me because, again, it's just guys here. It's 10 dudes on the floor, right. and that's all it is. So we got to navigate whether I feel like, hey, man, you got to talk a certain way to a guy. You can't just right. be all up in, like, my tone is going to make you feel like, oh, you raising up? You know what I'm saying? Just right. All these different dynamics that you can say in our culture, if you misstep on one of these, it's a problem. Right. Now, because who you looking like? I, you know, you know, I, and like in Detroit, like you know, what I'm saying sweet, you know, it's like you can't eyeball a dude too long. You know what I'm saying? You like, hey, bro, what's no. up, man? You got, you got something here. You know what I'm saying? All these different dynamics. There's so right. many things that go into it. But this is one that helped me out. I mean, we, we got the obvious one that we know the Bible says iron sharpens iron, and it, it's, it's 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 only from another iron that it can be done. So exactly. I can talk like like my man said yesterday. Well, I respect you, and that's how I am. Like, my wife is my best friend. She is. That ain't something I'm just making up to say y'all to sound good. My right. wife is really my friend. So it's like, I'm telling you everything. There's no, but that doesn't, uh, it doesn't exempt or um, substitute that I still need another dude to bounce off of. Yep. To, yeah, I agree. But that, but that, that strength that, yep. you know what I'm saying? And that, 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 okay, I'm, I'm gonna read this script. It's my only one I'm pulling out. Uh, Hebrews, man. Um, I love this one. Uh, it is uh, chapter 10, verse 23. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. But this is the part here, verse 24. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love mm -hmm. and to good works. Good People use the next scripture for church only. Mm -hmm. And that's... Um, 25, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. together. Right. We use that for church, but really low key, I'm supposed to go, even if I ain't preaching to you, bro, 
I'm supposed to provoke you by my life, by my conversation, by my actions, by my to go and you 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 go on to good works and you you go on to righteousness because you we bounced off each other. It ain't like right. I'm competing. I'm like if I this is real talk, man. I seen uh Petway go through some things. Lynn, so that was this was I see Lynn and bro, it's funny, man. I'm assuming that's your wife in the bottom corner, Chandra Petway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but but I he he um he literally my this this is this is the evidence. I'm gonna get off, man. This is the evidence that what I'm saying is real and what what uh, Petway did was what he I was on the phone with him. And I was in my living room, and my wife was hearing me just like she like the eavesdrop or an ear hustle, <laughs> ear hustle, yeah. On, on Quentin, like she was up there trying to laugh, and I'm hearing her in the hallway laughing, like, right. "Why are you all in my stuff? Like, what you doing?" She was standing but, there for a while too. <laughs> right. But I was on the phone with Petway for over an hour. It was like yeah. about an hour and a half, and it wasn't like you and me a Zoom call. I was straight talking, so you know how that is. We can't. We just stay talking. And my wife was stunned that I was on the phone with a dude that long. That was the first one. She was like, he on the dude, he, on, he he talking to this dude. And then here's the part. She kept hearing me go, like, yeah, amen. That's what I'm saying. It's, and, and it's funny because it was like, uh, she could tell I had she hadn't heard her husband relate to a dude like that ever. Wow. wow. Ever. And I got a bunch of dudes. You know what I'm saying? I hang out with dudes, blah, blah, blah. But it's different. And see, the thing was, once I heard his story and things he was telling, it provoked me. It's yeah. like I felt I felt some kind of some surge. Yeah, yeah. that's right. free. And I was alone. Right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I yeah. like the path we take in God and the stuff that happened, especially the godly men, is different. And you yeah. just need another dude. You see what I'm saying? And that that's what I'm saying. I know, I know I'm, I'm right, but that part is priceless. So my encouragement to people on, on as it pertains to friends, if you get God and then if you bless to get God in your friendship, yeah, the richness of that is you can't measure that boy. Yeah. 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 See, and then and then I like you. So I, I just went ahead since you pulled out a scripture. I, I figured <laughs> well, I my thing is this is that it's faith and friends. Um, right. You know, so it's not a Bible study, people, but. Right, 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 right. But, right. Hey, 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 but we live by the word. Listen, so, and that's all I'm going to say is that we live by the word. And the thing yeah. is, this, is that what I've always learned is that scripture always interprets scripture. So right. anything we talk about that has to do with God, we should, we're going to, not we should, but we're going to always back it. Uh, with God's word and not with our own opinion and actions right. behind that. So right. that was just a little tidbit for you, though, for you guys who are listening that we're not going to use our own intellect to try to back up scripture. We're going to use scripture to back it up. So, so here, first Thessalonians five eleven says, therefore encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact you are doing. Um, this is probably the number, the, the number one thing that we have to understand when we create these friendships, man. And like you said, uh, and, and if we're able to get that God piece to be able to put that extra layer there to seal it, um, mm -hmm. we become a conduit of building. Like we literally, that's what it is, is that you should walk away from talking to your buddy, encourage and right. enlighten. Uh, you should be wiser. Uh, you should be, oh, you say what? You should feel better. You, you should feel be better, man. When you, right. you should feel empowered. Uh, you shouldn't feel drained. Listen, you, know, you should drain. That means I'm giving all mine to you. No, you know, and that shouldn't be that. All that you're not putting nothing back into. Right, and that's that the is. thing is that, and that's not even in one single conversation. It's based on just the relationship itself as a whole. Is that right? I'm not. When I do call you, I should be able to pour. I mean, I should be able to come and get something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or this may be a day that I might be calling you to pour. Right. You know and all you got to do is receive it. You know, all you, you have, have to do. Oh, well, you know, man, dude, this happened to me. And because, you know, sometimes you just got to just listen and say, well, you know, yeah. give a couple of words of encouragement, motivation, and then push on. That's and, it. And then when you get done there, then you hit Ecclesiastes 4 and 10. And it says, if either of them falls down, one can help the other up. Yep. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Friends, 
Like friend. that is what a true friend is there for. True like friend, yeah. when you got a true friend on your side, man, that's that, that, that's, and we're talking like truth and honesty. Like, I don't need you to puff me up. Like, I don't need, I don't need, I don't need Lynn to be in my life to give me the, the hoo-hahs and the, yeah, mm-hmm. cue you the man. And man, look what you got. I see you doc. Bunch nah. of doc. Man, I'm about to dock you up. I ain't, yeah. about, I ain't about to dock you up. <laughs> listen, listen. I, I don't. I don't need that guy. I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't need that guy. I'm gonna tell you what I do need. <laughs> is, that, is that I need a dude that's actually going to look to make sure that I'm very consistent. Consistent. Uh, and when you're not, I have the ability to yo cute. What up? Let me holler. At you, hey, brother. hey. That consistency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and the thing is this, and then the way, and when we're talking like that, then that also goes back to that maturity piece right. is that mature men understand that um, and true friendship. So maturity and then true friendship. So uh, Lynn, I know if he's got to call me out on something that is all about love and this dude is trying to get me and keep me on this, on that consistency track. Yep. See, and what most men have to understand is that just because your boy hits you up and, and tell you that you off a little bit, most of the time, man, we go into defense because, yeah. like I said, we don't want nobody really trying. We we won't help, but we don't want nobody trying to tell us how to live our life or how to be a husband or right. how to do this. And I'm going to tell you what, everybody just ain't getting it, man. Everybody just not getting it. You're not really yeah. a good husband. And it, you know what? And I'm your dude and I'm going to call you out and I need you to, te- to get, get yourself back on a consistent basis right. to being a good husband. Dude, you slipping on being a dad. Like I talked to your son, dude, and you not coming around. You not doing this. You need to get back on the thing. But men, listen, even in our wrong, I don't think men. L, you talk. We talked about this yesterday. Like cats know they wrong. They know they wrong, and then they right. still try to fight you against it. It's like, hold up, dude. You know that you missing. Like you know you missing in action. But since another dude is bringing it to you, we get defensive and we don't understand right. that. That when one falls down, man, falling down doesn't mean you're just directly sinning. I know we always right. use that as just somebody going out here sinning. No, man, fall down means that you just missed a couple of – you missed a window here or there mm-hmm. that you might need to get cleaned up. And sometimes, man, you missed it not even really knowing. Like, you just yeah. walk and be like, dang. And I just be like, yo, dude, you know, uh, I, your wife was looking a little – you know, her face was looking a little weak, dude. What's up? Like, I mean, yeah. that's the kind of dude I am. Like, so if you want me to be a friend with me – is that I'm a, I'm a, listen, I'm a, I'm a married guy. I'm a marriage guy. Like that's, that's, right. that's my MO. My MO is the marriage guy. Like I, if I see mama looking a little weak in the face, then I got to come and chit chat with you. Like, what's up? Like, why is mama looking weak in the face? And right. What's the problem? And you need to have a real good narrative to tell me, especially if we, if we friends, because I'm going to either need to pluck you out <laughs> or you going to say, thank you. Let me go. Let me go see what's up. Whoop de woo. But if, they, right. if you like, nah, man, she tight or she on something, I, I, real men don't, they, we don't walk around like that. Like that, yeah. if, if our wife is our best friend, man, we, we treat her just like we would. And that it has two pieces there. Once you use <laughs> friendship, then that criticism, the constructive criticism, if your wife brings that to you, you have to be a mature man to be able to understand that. See, this friendship thing is really tough because that truth piece is where yeah. we all go. We fold under truth. And there's levels to it. It's, dude, there's different levels to, to the and, friendship too. And then men, man, we don't want to feel like we're not hitting the ball out the park and see what right. it is that when somebody call you out, it just hurts to the core mm-hmm. that you're definitely not doing what you, you, what you feel like you are doing. And the thing is, this is always one thing I've learned in friendship is that the other person's perspective actually does have weight. Yeah. Yeah. It and has you know weight. You have to have the right friend around you too. You have I to agree. have the right friend that has um, strong faith because you can have friends that can help you get into devilment or, or help you fall off. Right. When you shouldn't be falling off. Like you said, you need that friend when you start kind of, you know, and the new Chevy, they have the lane keep assist. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Holla at us. Holla at us. <laughs> sometimes when you're driving, and you're not really paying attention, you can lean or kind of shift out of the lane. Yeah. And it, this particular feature in the new Chevy will put you back in your lane, okay? And then yeah. sometimes you go over to the right. That's it'll right. Put you back, that right? Yes, and then all of a sudden on the, on the screen, it'll say, take steering wheel. 
So you need that friend to kind of look, might not say no, hey man, what you doing? Stop. Right? <laughs> right. That's right. the little nudge back. Right, that's and the first friend nudge. Might hit you back again and say, look, man, wait, wait, come on, man, chill out now. All right, bro, you're getting too loose. All right. And then you just say, look, man, let me holler at you for a sec. Take right. the steering wheel. I know what's going on. You need to holler at me, everything good at the crib, whatever, whatever. But let's talk because I don't want to see you right. destroy something that you have built. And, and of course, we're talking about marriage, um, something you have invested in and built in because you out here uh, feeling kind of froggish or whatever the situation is. Right. So you got to have that right friend. You know what I'm saying? And you don't need somebody like, look, man, what you doing? Like, come on, man. Who's always trying to put you in a situation over here. Right. I mean, come on, man. Let's, like somebody came to me yesterday. What's up, man? You going to watch you get in a fight? I said, nah, we'll fight. We know Lakers come on. We can go out to such and such. Nah, I'm straight. I ain't going out to what's the name. <laughs> I ain't trying to, you know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to get caught up in nothing. No. He's single. So your perspective on it is, look. I'm going out here to hang out. My perspective on it is I'm straight. I'm going home to my family. And right. you already know right. that. So right. if you were a true friend, you wouldn't be trying to put me in position where right. there's temptation or some lust or some other things that can, you know, kind of get right. a brother off track. Yeah, I remember hollering at this one dude, man. I was uh, taking Melissa's uh, car to get in for some maintenance. And a young brother was up there working and stuff. So we was kicking it. And... Uh, like I told you, man, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a free witness, man. I just, if, if God press on me, I just go at it. I, I have no regards to what you thinking or whatever. So I I'm kicking it with my man. He was a Christian and stuff, newly married uh, and stuff, but he was like, yo, man, he was like, uh, he had a question. He was like, so I got all my boys, like these are all his boys from college and stuff. And he was like, man, so like, we're, you know, we're friends. Dude. He's like, like, I'm the only one that's married. He's like, but, you know, on the weekends, my, my boys want me to go out and hang out. And he was like, you know, I don't have no issue right now. Like, my wife ain't wigging out and all that. She ain't bugging and stuff, but they're newly married. So, of course, she's not going to bug now, right, because they're newly married. But he was like, what would, he's, you know, you've been married for a minute, man. He said, so what would be your take on what I really should, ha how I really should handle that? And I just told him just what you said, Lynn. I was like, listen, if your friends – if you go out with your buddies and these guys are single and every girl that walk in, they make a comment about her. With every, every woman that walk in, they throwing, they throwing that, 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 Oh no, look at her. Look at this. Oh man, dude. Cause, and you over here like, and you're feeling uncomfortable because basically you're married right? and they going off. I said, unfortunately, bro, these guys are associates. And he like, dude, I've been knowing these cats. You know, man, we went to college together. We played football. We, and I said, yeah, but what they're giving you, like what they're actually pouring into you is associate type of behavior. Yeah. I said, because a real true friend mm -hmm. would take you over to, you know, Denny's to eat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like a true friend <laughs> that's single is yeah. not going to actually take you and put you in a situation that because he has so much respect for you but he has right. so much respect for your wife. Like this dude respects your entire living arrangement. Mm -hmm. So he's not even going to put you in a situation to where you actually going to even be tempted to look like, Oh snap, look at Judy over there. It's like, right. He's going to always put you in a position to where you can actually thrive and be the best husband. Right. Even if he's a single that, dude. Right. And then that's the, that's the season. You know, and, I had got cats I was cool with and I gave L a story, a couple of, uh, couple about a week ago about a cat I seen down at the classic and he was on the same stuff <laughs> when we left college he came back he was on the same same agenda yeah. um but and then that's where the maturity has to come within you and you have to exactly let those people go to the side kick it with them how you need to and then when they ask you like look bro you up? you don't hang out as much well yeah you know my life has changed Right. But see, they're afraid to do that. See, the thing was, he was afraid. My bad. Hey, I'm going to let you right in. But that's what he was afraid to really speak out there. Yeah. Like, yo, because they, he, you know, they had been friends for so long. And it was like, so dang, dude, do I just ice these dudes? And I was like, well, who you got to? Well, what's your priority? Your like, if, 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 if you're trying to impress your friends, then you should have never got married. Man, look, Sean told me, look, I don't want you hanging with what's the name no more. 
Like, what you talking about? That's my man's in them. He he ain't married. Listen, <laughs> he ain't on the same agenda. <laughs> she he said he ain't married. Listen. I said, yeah. So as a single dude, when you go out, your agenda is totally different. It's just totally different. And I told my boy, I said, listen, on, it's not even a bad thing. It's just that right. I think like you told, and I told him that same thing. I said, listen, that group of friends were seasonal. I said, you should have shedded everybody who didn't fit the mold of where you're at today. Mm-hmm. Whatever that mold you're at today, now you need to go and stamp new friends according to that mold you're in so that you can be strengthened. Man, L talked about this last night. It's like, we both like, it's so good to find somebody on the same wavelength, like another man that's literally on the same wavelength. Mm-hmm. Like my wife is my everything. My wife is my best friend. I, I, I build everything around building that relationship with her mm-hmm. more than I do with anything else other than God. God, I mean, God is the only person that takes any president over where me and my wife relationship is at. So I, I like I could, I can see that me and Elle could be friends because when I, when I take out my cookie cutter imprint of my life, it fits, it fits finally over his life at what he's trying to do. And that's right. the only type of people I'm trying to keep in my life is people who actually fit. Yeah, they have Ooh, purpose. Yeah. Here's, my, my, here's my, my, my thing on it. So I'm going to speak to those dudes that's uh, hearing our conversation and they're like, man, what y'all painting is really sweet. Like, that's ideal. Right. But the problem is I don't have, I look around, I don't see no guys like that around that, <laughs> oh, that, man. that fits. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, yeah. I'm a, I'm a just like I tell like people, because you know I'm on that love stuff. I'm on that, you know, my wedding, my marriage book, and everything, and CD coming out. And I, it's the same thing I would tell a single woman. It's like you know, you can't play yourself because you don't have the fit that you want in your proximity. Like right. as a dude, because you want to hang out and you want to be cool and you want to have a good time, and you don't have mature men or guys in your proximity. That's guy. You got to gut it out and just wait till it's right. You know yeah, what I'm saying? You that's a good. That's gotta, good. You got to roll solo as as painful as that might be, not that's to good. be able to. You know what I'm saying? Because the next level requires a price. Yeah. You can't can't have a certain culture of living and lifestyle if you kept clowns. I don't even cut clowns. That's not. But just rebellious people. Right. Yeah. In your life, and it's like. They, they, they all. Thank you, Jesus. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm saved, man. That's just I can't help. No, no, no. God. Listen, do your thing, man. Hey, stop apologizing. Yeah, oh, man. Listen, what God do. What God did for me was it was like, all right, you have a desire for a certain life, right? And in order to get there, you got to cut the stuff that poisons that life to keep that from happening. Yeah, that's and that's good. could be a lot of bad friendships. I had like I was telling. Y'all, everybody, y'all all doing uh, first, you know, first letters Q and L. Yeah. But I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do S, man, because you're on your wife's account. But I told, I told, I told, I told, I told, I told, I told S. I said, listen, man. I said, I had one of my dudes, man. That this guy, man. I've known this guy for 20 years, man. He came back in my life and everything, and um, you know, it broke my heart because it was like we we fell off, we lost contact and everything. And we hooked back up just like you. He was on the same stuff. And I was like, I've gotten married, I got kids, I got responsibilities. I can't put that in jeopardy to go right. like you used to do. Hey, yo, pick up, let's go roll, let's go do something right now and have a good time. I can't do that. That's going. But see, here's the deal. I know a lot of men could be listening to us right now and be like, right. I hear where those brothers at. I ain't there right now. But see, yeah. my thing was this. We I didn't just go poof and got here. Right. I had I had a lot of lonely nights. I had a lot of hard, like, take the hard road. The road, yeah. let's try. I had to do that. And I had to go, like, right now. I, I, I'm just saying it because I am just keep saying it because I want other guys to be out there to be like, you don't have to fit in that category of being homosexual or, or gay to like to love a dude. That right. was my dude, man. I I love this dude, man. I, I mean, we did so much stuff. If I, my wife laughed, I would sit back and tell her stories, and she'd be rolling, and she could tell how much joy I had rolling with him. And right. so, it was painful to be like, right, the love is in the, in the heart, <laughs> but I still got to be like, peace, man. As, right. as tough as that, the last time I saw him, man, and I'm, I had to, I had to ask him to leave the house, man. I literally oh. had to, like, yeah, real talk. I, I ushered him to the door, and I was like. It ain't working, bro, you know, and it, it was a mirror for me to go, look at what you, look at what your decisions 
right. choices in life has brought you to to where that don't even fit anymore. I, right. I, I, I seen this comment, man, this, this, this got me good. I seen this comment on social media. Somebody said, you want to know true growth? True growth is when your ex ain't even your type anymore. I was like, yo, that's, that's big, that's you know? And, and, yeah. and that's like, for me, with my boys, it's like, the dudes I used to hang out with, you're not even my type no more, man. Right. You're not even, you know what I'm saying? So, I, I, like I said, just an encouragement to those that may be having that struggle, like, you feeling that tug of war inside, like, I want to grow, I feel I should, but then I don't want to let, because there's no certainty that I'm not going to get a better life, a better compadre out here right. if I let this dude go. Right. Yeah, I, I let him go. Yeah, right. it's, it's, it's out there as possible. And I just, I, like I said, you got to wait till it's right. Wait till right. God brings the right dude. But you ain't got to be begging and howling and proving your case all the time. Like, I can't do that, man. I probably can't, you know what I'm saying? Right. So that, that's my, my stuff to those dudes. That, and that's the, that's the piece, too, is that, um, and then we got it, we coming up on the hour here, but um, but that's really one of the main things about uh the building those friendships, man. And under that, I think that, that right there was like some real good stuff right there though. Is yeah. that <laughs> basically where you used to be definitely shouldn't, you should basically have lost an appetite for that style, for that, that style, whole, yeah. that whole, whatever that was encompassing, you literally should have lost an appetite for that. Uh, I got married very young. So I got married at like 23. Um, hey. Yeah. So I, and I <laughs> so, so, and the funny part about my thing is that, um, me and Melissa was dating at, uh, we started dating at 20. And once I really knew that I was going to be, you know, locking and loading with her, then I pretty much just cut everybody. So, and I mean, I, I cut everybody. And I remember one day we were going out and uh, she came over to my mom's house and like all my boys pulled up like six or seven, eight deep, man. And I'm like, yo, you know, what y'all doing over here, man? They like, man, you ain't been around whoop de whoop de woo and so they seen her coming up and so they like oh i see well you know woo. and i had to literally let them know immediately immediately melissa's off limits from talking about like you can say right. whatever you want to right. say but you will never associate her with anything changing about me i made the decision to do what i do she has nothing to do with this. And so I had to set this real quick little boundary line and see most men, that is a hard part is because these dudes was my dudes for like, for, we talking like 11 years old, man. We have been dudes. And when I got serious about Melissa, then I was like, uh, because you know, that's how we are as guys, man. Oh, you, you, you know, your nose wide open, uh, you yeah, know, you yeah. whipped you this. And I'm like, and, and I've always been, and I've always been very protective of, my mom, my sister, uh, and then now on to my wife, my daughter. I'm very, I'm talking like, I'm a, I'm a lion of like three or four prides type, <laughs> type, type protector. And so right there, I, I learned that this is a struggle for a lot of guys is that setting that boundary line. I remember uh, when I got married, my dad told me, my dad was like, dude, my biggest downfall when I married your mom and why we went wrong is because I thought that I can keep friends in my life that had nothing to do with promoting my life as a husband and, a, and, mm -hmm. and as a father. And this, uh, this is a dad. This is my dad who actually divorced my mom when I was 10. But the word we keep rolling back to and we're going to be on this probably till the season is over is maturity. maturity. Is that now my dad is mature. And he's looking back at his life and he's like, yo, dude, like friends are like, the like if your friends don't promote you being a great husband and you being a great father, then these are friends that just can't fit into the pot. Like yeah. you might yeah. be able to kick it to him. You see him at the mall or whatever, dude. He said, but we're talking about on an everyday basis, talking to them, having them over at your house. He said, they just can't fit in that because they don't promote yeah. you to be a better you. And so my thing is that when we, you know, fellas out there that we're talking to is that it ain't about just going out here, just taking the guillotine, man, and slicing all these friends off. What you want to do right. is prioritize these friends, man, and make sure that the one that actually produce you to be better. Right. And I'm talking about like put a heavy push on you to be the best, even if you're not even married, if you're single, but they're pushing you to be the best who you can be by telling you the truth about who you are at any given time, then those are friends you want to keep close to you because they're going to definitely help you when you get to this, this, this marriage channel. You're going to want a dude that can tell you 
yes and no. Nah, dog. You right. even if this because I mean I got you know you can have a dude that's single who just gets it. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to knock all single guys because there's some mature no, no. single dudes out there, man, that really just get it. Like I could be, right. I know you got a wife, I know you got a family. So if I'm gonna kick it with you, I'm gonna go to breakfast with you on Saturday morning or go play golf with you. You know what I'm saying? Because I got friends that I go play golf with and stuff like that that are not married, but that's about it. But they understand that lane. They don't come over and talk about some. Hey, let me come and hang at your house and watch the game with you, your wife, your kid. Nah, bro. Right, like that, right, that right. just doesn't happen. So my thing is that as we get, you know, closing down the end is that, uh, and we ain't really even get to faith, which means that we right, probably right. have to have That's a whole so other. <laughs> I slid it in there a couple of times. I slid it in huh? there. Yeah, yeah, we slid it in there, but I wanted to, I wanted to go ahead and really get into that faith piece. Um, yeah. Because I really wanted people to understand the importance of, having the right type of faith. So I threw faith out there, but we know that many people say that they have faith or they have, I'm with God or the universe and all this Mm -hmm. stuff. But I really want to take time out to drill down on God. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus, the Holy Spirit. Like I want to drill into that, letting people know that, yo, these components, man, they fit right in with this friendship. Like, and, and, and LD is say it right, which is, when you have that God piece in there with the friendship, man, things can work out so much better. But sometimes people don't even know how to actually build a relationship and a friendship with God. You see what I'm saying? Right. So what we're going to do is this was a great episode on friends. Like, great episode. Yeah. On natural friends and building natural friendships. Uh, but what I'm going to ask is that both of you all come back on another episode and we're going to literally pick right back up, but we're going to dial in that on the other flip side of building a relationship and a friendship with God and then allowing that to actually penetrate our life to enhance our relationships with our wife, our friends, our kids, or whatever the case may be. But I do want to jump back into that. Um, But I don't want to end. Go ahead. One scripture. And I think this is a good scripture that will help us transition to that next step. Proverbs 18 and 24. And we all heard this. A friend, a man that have a friend must show himself friendly. Friendly, yep. There's no, there is a friend that stick of closer than a brother. So I think in order to have friendships, we must Be. first show that godly love. Right. And that godly love comes from having faith in him. Yep. And that's why I said I like what how uh, L was really like diving into that piece. Um, you know, it's two L's. Go huh? ahead. You said what? <laughs> two L's on the show. You don't L. Oh. You officially L. <laughs> hey, that's for real up there, dude. I'm for real. You L, I'm for real. That's cute. Yeah. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Hey, next week I'll be I'll be L. Right. Be L. <laughs> that too. You have to get my own account. Right. You got to get it, dude. <laughs> I, I did the same thing. My wife was on first, and I was using her account, and I was like, "Listen, I got to, I got to, I got to break free of this." Damn, you got to break free, you know. Lucia. Melissa was you. Listen, Melissa was using my account. She, <laughs> she was like, "Dude, I, babe, I got to get my own stuff." I was saying Quentin on there. I was like, "Yeah." Get, get your <laughs> right. stuff. Hey, but hey, before we cut out of here, though, man, uh, do me a favor. Uh, L, uh, let the people know exactly what you got going. I know you got several projects going on, so take, yeah, L Clark. <laughs> I want L Clark to tell everybody what you got going on, the singing projects, the books, the uh, videos, everything, and then also end with letting everybody know how they can reach you, how they can get at you, and all of that good stuff, man. Cool. Appreciate it. First, again, it's an honor being on here. It's great. Um, the easiest way to search my stuff is like Larry Clark Gospel. You just throw that in. Uh, if you want to go to see my works, go to YouTube, throw in Larry Clark Gospel. All social media sites, Larry Clark Gospel. But I got three three projects coming out. Really, I got a whole bunch more. But the trifecta is coming out. And I, if it wasn't for the quarantine, this pandemic, it'd be four. But um, the uh, love, all things love. It's, it's the book. It's the talk show. And hopefully these two gentlemen don't sell me out and they'll be on my show. And then oh, no, it'll dude. be the album, the album. All three of these things are happening. And then, like, right after, right with my children's album's coming out. Malcolm, Chauncey, and Chloe, they're nine, seven, and five music videos, the kids' book, and the album. All these things are dropping at the top of 2021. So look for all of But again, if you want to follow me, Larry Clark Gospel. Sweet deal, man. Hey, once again, I got my homeboy, cousin, my dog. Uh, Lindsberg, for real? for real. Hey, 
once again, man, every time you're on here, dude, tell them how they can get at you and tell them what you got going on. For real, it's in the building. Yes, baby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you can always catch me at uh, Feldman Chevrolet in Livonia, or you can catch me um, on the web at uh, www.forrealautomotive.com. Social media, Instagram, Lynn For Real, um, For Real Automotive on Facebook. It's always for real. It's for real. So just type in for real and I should pop up. Yeah. The number four. The, the number, number four. four. Yeah. Number four, R-E-L. Yeah. So yeah. listen, uh, hey, fellas out there, man, uh, definitely do uh, do a couple of things for me. I want you guys to share this video with all uh, and put this as many ears, man, as possible. Uh we got some good information on here just talking about friendship and, and, and the bond between men and that we got to break that little barrier between being competitive to actually being encouraging and uplifting to one another, uh, building some not no large circles, but some small circles that can actually have impact not only within our own lives, but we can actually impact others. Uh, as we said before, there's a deficit in men in the homes, fathers in the homes. Uh, mentors, uh, and we're talking about real godly mentors, not just uh, guys who want to just provide, you know, natural earthly, you know, uh, solutions, uh, work, you know, go get money, all that stuff, but some real things that can actually uh, take you in and lock you in and give you concrete leverage on this earth to be very impactful. Uh, I'm your boy Q, and, uh, you know, it's always safe period over here. Safe period. Uh, you can check me out on all the social medias. Uh, the podcast is on all of the platforms. Uh, safe period is safe period.com is my clothing line. Check it out, man. Pick up an item or two. Uh, we do tell 10% of that do go to uh, some different organizations that we're, um, that we're actually linking up with. Definitely look in for us because I got a couple of more things I'm going to be adding to that. We got some organizations, man, that we've been linking up with. I'm going to be sharing that soon. So, uh, like I said, we had a great time, fellas. Uh, look to have you guys all back probably in a few more weeks here so we can jump into that faith piece. And uh, this is uh, the Manology Project. This is your boy Q, and I am out. Peace out. Peace.